I'm here with Father Mikael, and you are a Capuchin friar in the province of Ethiopia. Ethiopia, the whole whole Ethiopia. Yeah, we have only one province. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit? I was curious about your life growing up. Where did, where did you grow up? I was born in Redawa. That's a small town, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you were your family was a, were farmers? No, it is a uh, it's a city in fact, mm. founded uh, in the same time when uh, the railway industry started mm. in Ethiopia. Okay, and uh, it's not uh, far from Djibouti. Okay, so during the time of Minilik, uh, the French came to build the railway that connects Djibouti with Ethiopia right. that ends in Addis as its destination. Right. And Djibouti, then, uh, Djibouti is a port city. Uh, Djibouti is a, a country. Oh, it's a country. Okay. Yeah, in the Horn of Africa. Okay. Then, and it's a port, is it? Or is it, it has a big port? Um, no, not that does, much. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but it's a it's a country. Okay. And you are you're Catholic, and so there's in Ethiopia there's only like one or two percent Catholics. Is no, right? below two percent. Below two percent. <laughs> <laughs> we are three zero point seven Catholics. Zero point seven. Okay. So the predominant religion is Ethiopian Orthodox, yeah, and Muslims. And Muslim, but the the Orthodox outnumber the Muslims, so, right? Uh, there's more Orthodox than Muslims. Uh, according to the statistics, uh, yeah, it's not very far. But still, the Orthodox Church uh, holds the majority position. Mm, okay. So you you were you grew up in a devout Catholic home. Uh, yeah, um, my mother is Orthodox, hmm. and my father is Protestant. Oh, and then I am Catholic. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, some of our grandparents relatives were Catholic and uh, since from mm. childhood I had the chance uh, to go more often to Catholic Church. I can say I, uh, I was uh, seven years old when I was taken to the church mm. and then slowly slowly I, I was uh, really at attracted by the Eucharistic celebration. I don't know I was just Repeating what the priest was doing, right, right. <laughs> lifting that uh, white staff. Uh -huh. I, it looks good. Yeah. And as I grow and grow, I was determined to become mm. Catholic than priest. What kind of work did your father do? What kind of job did he have? My father was a merchant. Okay. Yeah. And uh, 
Was it just in all kinds of different goods or is a particular thing that he's... Uh, all, all, every stuff. Every stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you come from a big family? Many brothers and sisters? I have a brother and two sisters. Okay. Yeah. And did you study for the priesthood in Addis? Yeah. Okay. And you... It took me seven years. Seven years? Wow. Yeah. Only the years of study. Mm -hmm. But before we capuchins, we have three years of uh, preparation to religious life. Okay. Then before you start philosophy, you need to go to um, Novichet. Yeah. And then right after Novichet, we proceed to philosophical studies and then theological studies, and then finally, mm -hmm. yeah. And today, so you've been ordained, you said four years? or Four years four ago, years. yeah. And what is your main work today as a priest? Mm. You're stationed here in Haram? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I assisted a bishop. Okay. And you speak, what Ethiopian languages do you speak? <laughs> I speak Amharic. That's my mother tongue. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can try some other languages of Ethiopia. Like Roma, is that one? Oromina. Oromina. And uh, some others. Mm. Yeah. And I know I've just heard a little bit about like the struggles of the Catholic Church in Ethiopia. There's a lot of issues at play, isn't there? I mean, there's a, um, a lot of difficulties, isn't there? What are a lot of challenges, right? Would you agree? or <laughs> What are some of those challenges? <laughs> the challenges in Ethiopia? Yeah. yeah, the challenges are the reflection of the actual situation of Ethiopia. It is also felt in the church. Mm. Yeah. The impacts are there. Yeah. So, like, the vicariate of Harar is one of four, is that right? Four or five? Or I think we have uh, more than ten vicariates. Oh, ten. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And uh, so I would imagine poverty is a big one, isn't it? Like for the rural areas, there's the agriculture, the farming. And, yeah. yeah, poverty is there. Yeah. yeah. Political instability is there. Mm. Tribal conflicts are there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, I added, I attended in Addis. At the Capuchins at Holy Name Church? Is that no, it? Or our Saint Savior? Francis. Okay. The parish there is Saint Francis? Saint Francis. Okay. Yeah. And I went to a, an Ethiopian, I guess it was a Catholic, right? Ethiopian Catholic, <laughs> uh, right? That it was quite beautiful. It was in America, I guess. And, uh, Probably yeah. some part of it was uh, in, uh, 
English. Yeah. Gis, <laughs> oh. which is a classic language. Okay. Yeah. Which is uh, now uh, only for liturgical purposes, uh, like Latin. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the the women had like a traditional dress on, the head covering, and they had like a, I don't know if you call it an umbrellina, but like an umbrella for the Eucharist. Yeah, yeah. very reverent. And uh... here in Ethiopia, we have two rites: the Roman rite and the Ge'ez rite. And the what rite? Ge'ez rite, okay. or the Ethiopian rite, you okay. can call it. This rite. Uh, the Ge'ez rite is the one which is practiced uh, both in uh, Eritrea Catholic Church and in Ethiopian Catholic Church. Mm. And, uh, it's uh, one of Oriental rites. Mm. Okay. And how would you describe, I know it's hard to, it's a country of 120 20 million people, but uh, like the Ethiopian people, it seems to me they smile a lot. They seem uh, joyful and things. How would you describe Ethiopians? I have never thought of it. <laughs> thought of it, yeah. <laughs> well, I find it fascinating, like traveling around, sometimes like in different cultures, you see in a different expression of the faith, that um, like in America, you know, it's kind of very practical. They they start up a lot of evangelization efforts and magazines and podcasts and websites. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, they like to do a lot of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, is there something in Ethiopia that you've noticed, or something that's beautiful that you that you enjoy? Yeah, the culture uh, of Ethiopia. Uh, is a theistic culture, mm -hmm. a society that believes, mm -hmm. a society that hopes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. For instance, the word "xiavier" that's uh, in Amharic, we use it a lot. The word for God. Oh. Uh, the name of God for us is Xiavi here. Mm. We use it all, a lot in our conversations. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the same is true uh, for the Muslims. Mm. Uh, they say, uh, Allah, if God wills, if God says, I do this, both the Muslims and Christians use it a lot in their conversations. And uh, yeah, there is a religious color in the culture. Mm. I think that can uh, describe my society, mm. my society. Mm. Yeah, there is a lot has to do with, with God. Ah. Yeah, God, 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 God. <laughs> <laughs> When you preach, is there particular themes that you like to preach on when you're preaching to people? Uh, yeah, most of the time 
I focus on the love of God mm. and uh, the mercy of God. Those are my major themes. Right. Mm. Approaching God like a father rather than who judges rather right. than who condemns. Right. Because uh, such attitudes uh, like considering God there as a judge mm. can slowly, slowly drift the society uh, away from faith. Mm. At a certain moment of time, they can say, oh, I have enough. Mm -hmm. With a judge, <laughs> mm, yeah. I have, a, I have a, the police there, police officer. I have a, this way of approaching God, like someone who judges, can can affect in the long run the real identity of God and the way how. The society perceives him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have a, a big devotion to the Blessed Mother? Here? Whoa. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. For me, uh, we, the Blessed Mother, Our Lady, has uh, several feasts. Like uh, in the Roman Rite, we have our. Lady of Lourdes, or uh, uh, Lady of Fatima, Guadalupe, mm -hmm. and others. The same is true for us. Mm -hmm. For us, we have uh, Asterio Maria, mm -hmm. that's the dormition of Our Lady. And there is a strong devotion to her. Yeah. We have also Kidane Meheret, mm -hmm. that is uh, a name. Uh, which is given to Mary, as Kidana Meret means, the covenant of mercy. Mm. Her name. Oh, wow. uh, how we address Mary is the covenant of mer uh, mercy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have also uh, the Assumption, Our Lady of the Assumption, Felsata Maria. A lot, a lot. Baata Maria, that's the presentation of Our Lady. Mm. Yeah, uh, most of uh, the names of people, there are people who are called uh, Welda Mariam, Gebra Mariam. Mm. Uh, Mariam for us is Mary. Welda Mariam means uh, son of Mary. You can, you can meet a person whose name is a son of Mary. Welda Mariam. Is this a private conversation? Uh, no, okay. just... Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have Waldemaria to say son of Mary. Mm -hmm. You have uh, uh, Gabriel Mariam, servant of Mary. Yeah. You have a lot of people who are called uh, right. in connection to our yeah. Blessed Mother. Right. Yeah, the devotion is very strong in Ethiopia. Yeah, I went to a, a church in Addis that was Covenant of Mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kidana Meret. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've never heard a title like that. It's like she's an expression of God's mercy towards us, I guess. Uh, the gift of... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
There is a there is a, a tradition which says that Jesus once said, "Anybody who asks me for anything in the name of my mother, I do it." Oh, I see. Is the rosary popular here? Of course, yeah. both the Orthodox and uh, the Catholics use it, but that of the Orthodox is. Uh, like that of the the Byzantine uh, rosary, that's the Lord's Prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Whereas for us, we use the uh, that of uh, the Norman rosary, mm -hmm. in which we meditate about the life of Jesus and the Blessed Mother. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful, and um, and so could you tell us a little bit about like the cathedral? They're going to have a, a dedication here in a few days because mm -hmm. they've done some refurbishing of it or rebuilding of it. Is that right? Yeah, it's a. Uh, it was the work, it, the work, a work of restoration. Restoration, because it was uh, in decadence. It was falling uh -huh. because of uh, its old age. Mm. It has uh, the Catholic presence here in Hara. Mm, started 134 years ago, but the actual cathedral that we have here, the building. Uh, this year we are celebrating its 110th anniversary, mm. but the presence of uh, Catholicism here is a, a bit ahead of it. Is uh, and the wood? Some of the woodwork's beautiful, um, like the doors, like the carving on the door. Yeah, Tuis Petrus, Tibidabu Clavis. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't look at it closely to see the scene. Yeah, and and what I've noticed too here in Ethiopia is you all do a beautiful like flooring, like the tile. It's like uh, it's very high quality. A lot of buildings have like a stone tile, mm -hmm. and even in the um, in the cathedral, it's beautiful. They have uh, you have a design with some rocks and things in there. That's just it's very pleasing. Uh, to look at, so uh, it seems like a specialty of Ethiopia to mm -hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. And how is there a way to tell between, like, like the women, between like the Muslim women and the Catholic women? They they both wear like a, a hood sometimes, or yeah, they they use a lot of the veil the to veil. cover mm -hmm. their hair. Mm -hmm. It's part of the culture, also. Yeah. Yeah. I find it beautiful. I mean, the colors and everything, and uh, it just seems it's modest, you know, and um, it's beautiful. We went to the spice market in Harar today. That was something to see. <laughs> A lot of different spices mm -hmm. and things. Uh, yeah, by the way, uh, Harar is known for that. Oh, the city it? of Harar is known for that. Yeah. It has been since it is beginning a Muslim city. Mm. It was uh, 
founded during the time of the rise of the Muslim. Mm. For the Muslims, it is the fourth holy city. Ah. Yeah, it's a very old, old, old city. Hararas. Yeah, yeah. And how many priests, roughly, are there of the vicariate of Harar? There are 14 priests, yeah. Without without including uh, the religious priests. Mm. If you don't, yeah, the oh. diocesans are 14. 14. And some of them are pretty isolated, like they don't, my understanding is some of them don't even have a real road, a usable road to their parish. Or... Uh, not all. Yeah. Not all places uh, have a nice road mm-hmm. where you can have access yeah. to your destination. Right. Yeah, and sometimes not even running water, say. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is uh, there is scarcity of water. Yeah. 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 Those are big challenges <laughs> <laughs> for an American. Yeah, yeah for an American. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that it makes your people tougher, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, sometimes a tough life uh, makes you strong. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Father, so much for well, talking. I know you're busy. You get some work to do. No, no, my pleasure. Yeah.